Hey there, it's Adam here. Welcome to Sound Sleep. Have you checked out the Sound Sleep premium feed yet? Allow me to tell you about it. Each episode is ad-free and is released a couple days early. Each month, you will hear two bonus episodes only available in the premium feed. And for less than $1 a week, you can get all that. Plus, you get to support this podcast. So, you can either subscribe and listen directly in Apple Podcasts, or if you listen with another app, then you can subscribe with Supercast, which is super simple. Because with just two taps, you can be listening in your favorite podcast player. Head to soundsleeppodcast.com or look in the show notes for more information. And thanks so much for the support. I really hope you enjoy this next story. If you have any feedback, let me know with a review and a rating. Or send me a message on Instagram or in the Facebook group. I'd like to tell you about a podcast that has been really helpful to me called The Better Mental Health Show. Host Dr. Chris Fasano gives us simple strategies to talk to kids about their mental health at a young age. Because if we talk with them about their emotions and the importance of mental health as an equivalent of physical health and how to cope through tough times, then our children will grow to be stronger and live happier lives. Find the Better Mental Health Show everywhere you listen to podcasts or go to mentalstrongkids.com. Take a few deep breaths. As you breathe in, imagine that you are inhaling a bright, glowing energy. As you exhale, imagine that you are releasing any tension or stress. Now, visualize yourself lying on a soft, grassy field, looking up at the night sky. The sky is filled with twinkling stars and shimmering constellations. a star that particularly catches your eye and focus on it. As you gaze at this star, let yourself get lost in its glow. Imagine that the light of the star is filling your body, calming your mind 
relaxing your muscles. Feel yourself becoming more and more relaxed. The stars and constellations above seem to swirl and dance in the sky, creating a mesmerizing display of light. You are completely at peace, completely at ease. If you doze off while I'm reading, that's completely fine. This is the perfect time to allow the sense of calm to take over and bring you into a pleasant and sound sleep. The Magic Mirror A long, long while ago, before ever the white men were seen in Senna, there lived a man called Gopani Kufa. One day, as he was out hunting, he came upon a strange sight. An enormous python had caught an antelope and coiled itself around it. Then, the antelope, striking out in despair with its horns, had pinned the python's neck to a tree, and so deeply had its horns sunk in the soft wood that neither creature could get away. Help, cried the antelope, for I was doing no harm, yet I have been caught and would have been eaten had I not defended myself. Help me, said the python, for I am Insanto, king of all the reptiles, and will reward you well. Kupani Kufa considered for a moment, then Stabbing the antelope with his spear, he set the python free. I thank you, said the python. Come back here with the new moon, when I shall have eaten the antelope, and I will reward you as I promised. Yes, said the dying antelope. He will reward you, and lo, your reward shall be your own undoing. Kopani Kufa went back to his crawl, and with the new moon, he returned again to the spot where he saved the python. Insanto was lying upon the ground, still sleepy from the effects of his huge meal, and when he saw the man, he thanked him again and said, Come with me now to Pita, which is my own country, and I will give you what you will of all my possessions. Kapani Kufa at first was afraid, thinking of what the antelope had said, but finally he consented and followed Insanto into the forest. 
for several days they traveled. And at last, they came to a hole leading deep into the earth. It was not very wide, but large enough to admit a man. Hold on to my tail, said Ensanto, and I will go down first, drawing you after me. The man did so, and Ensanto entered. Down, 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 they went for days, all the while getting deeper and deeper into the earth, until at last the darkness ended, and they dropped into a beautiful country. Around them grew short green grass, on which browsed herds of cattle and sheep and goats. In the distance, Kupani Kufa saw a great collection of houses, all square, built of stone and very tall, and their roofs were shining with gold and burnished iron. Kupani Kufa turned to Ensanto, but found in the place of the python a man, strong and handsome, with the great snake's skin wrapped round him for covering, and on his arms and neck were rings of pure gold. The man smiled. I am Ensanto, said he, but in my own country I take man's shape. Even as you see me, for this is Pita, the land over which I am king. He then took Gopani Kufa by the hand and led him towards the town. On the way, they passed rivers in which men and women were bathing and fishing and boating. And farther on, they came to gardens covered with heavy crops of rice and maize and many other grains which Gopani Kufa did not even know the name of. And as they passed, the people who were singing in their work in the fields abandoned their labors and saluted Ensanto with delight, bringing also palm wine and green coconuts for refreshment as to one returned from a long journey. These are my children, said Ensanto, waving his hand towards the people. Kupani Kufa was much astonished at all that he saw, but he said nothing. Presently, they came to the town. Everything here, too, was beautiful. And everything that a man might desire, he could obtain. Even the grains of dust in the streets were of gold and silver. Ensanto conducted Gopani Kufa to the palace, and showing him his rooms and the maidens who would wait upon him, told him that they would have a great feast that night, and on the morrow he might name his choice of the riches of Pita, and it should be given him 
Then he was away. Now, Kupani Kufa had a wasp called Zengi Mizi. Zengi Mizi was not an ordinary wasp, for the spirit of the father of Gopani Kufa had entered it, so that it was exceedingly wise. In times of doubt, Gopani Kufa always consulted the wasp as to what had better be done. So, on this occasion, he took it out of the little rush basket in which he carried it, saying, Zengi Mizi, what gift shall I ask of Insanto tomorrow? When he would know the reward, he shall bestow on me for saving his life. Zengi Mizi hummed. Ask him for Sipao the mirror. And it flew back into its basket. Kopani Kufa was astonished at this answer. But knowing that the words of Zangi Mizi were true words, he determined to make the request. So that night they feasted. And on the morrow, Insanto came to Kopani Kufa, and giving him greeting joyfully, he said, Now, O oh my friend, Name your choice amongst my possessions, and you shall have it. O king, answered Kupani Kufa, out of all your possessions, I will have the mirror, Sipao. The king started. O friend, Kupani Kufa, he said, ask anything but that. I did not think that you would request that which is most precious to me. Let me think it over again then, O king, said Kopani Kufa. And tomorrow I will let you know if I change my mind. But the king was still much troubled, fearing the loss of Sapao for the mirror had magic powers, so that he who owned it had but to ask, and his wish would be fulfilled. To it, Insanto owed all that he possessed. As soon as the king left him, Gopani Kufa again took Zengi Mizi out of his basket. Zengi Mizi, he said, the king seems loath to grant my request for the mirror. Is there not some other thing of equal value for which I might ask? And the wasp answered, There is nothing in the world, Ogopani Kufa, which is of such value as this mirror, for it is a wishing mirror and accomplishes the desires of him who owns it. If the king hesitates, go to him the next day and the day after, and in the end he will bestow the mirror upon you, for you saved his life. 
and it was even so. For three days, Kopani Kufa returned the same answer to the king, and at last, with tears in his eyes, Insanto gave him the mirror, which was of polished iron, saying, Take Sepao, then, O Gopani Kufa, and may thy wishes come true. Go back now to thine own country. Sepao will show you the way. Gopani Kufa was greatly rejoiced, and taking farewell of the king, said to the mirror, Sipao, Sipao, I wish to be back upon the earth again. Instantly, he found himself standing upon the upper earth, but not knowing the spot, he said again to the mirror, Sipao, Sipao, I want the path to my own crawl. And behold, right before him lay the path. When he arrived home, he found his wife and daughter mourning for him, for they thought that he had been eaten by lions. But he comforted them, saying that while following a wounded antelope, he had missed his way and wandered for a long time before he had found the path again. That night, he asked Zangimizi, in whom sat the spirit of his father, what he had better ask Sipao for next. The wasp buzzed. Would you not like to be as great a chief as Insanto? And Gopani Kufa smiled and took the mirror and said to it, Sipao, Sipao, I want a town as great as that of Insanto, the king of Pita, and I wish to be chief over it. Then, all along the banks of the Zambezi River, which flowed nearby, sprang up streets of stone buildings, and their roofs shone with gold and burnished iron, like those in Pita. And in the streets men and women were walking, and young boys were driving out the sheep and cattle to pasture. And from the river came shouts and laughter from the young men and maidens who had launched their canoes and were fishing. And when the people of the new town beheld Gopani Kufa, they rejoiced greatly and hailed him as chief. Kopani Kufa was now as powerful as Insanto, the king of the reptiles, had been. And he and his family moved into the palace that stood high above the other buildings, right in the middle of town. His wife was too astonished at all these wonders to ask any questions. But his daughter, Shasasa, kept begging him to tell her how he had suddenly become so great. So, at last, he revealed the whole secret, and even entrusted Sapao the mirror to her care.
saying, It will be safer with you, my daughter, for you dwell apart, whereas men come to consult me on affairs of state, and the mirror might be stolen. Then Shazasa took the magic mirror and hid it beneath her pillow. And after that, for many years, Gopani Kufa ruled his people both well and wisely, so that all men loved him, and never once did he need to ask Sapao to grant him a wish. Now it happened that after many years, when the hair of Gopani Kufa was turning gray with age, there came white men to that country. Up the Zambezi they came, and they fought long and fiercely with Gopani Kufa. But because of the power of the magic mirror, he beat them, and they fled to the seacoast. Chief among them was one Ray, a man of much cunning, who sought to discover whence sprang Gopani Kufa's power. So one day, he called him a trusty servant named Utao, and said, Go you to the town and find out for me what is the secret of its greatness. And Butao, dressing himself in rags, set out. And when he came to Gopani Kufa's town, he asked for the chief. And the people took him into the presence of Gopani Kufa. When the white man saw him, he humbled himself and said, O oh chief, take pity on me, for I have no home. When Ray marched against you, I alone stood apart, for I knew that all the strength of the Zambezi lay in your hands. And because I would not fight against you, he turned me forth into the forest to starve. And Gopani Kufa believed the white man's story. And he took him in and feasted him and gave him a house. In this way, the end came. For the heart of Shasasa, the daughter of Gopani Kufa, went forth to Butao, the traitor. And from her, he learnt the secret of the magic mirror. One night, when all the town slept, he felt beneath her pillow, and finding the mirror, he stole it and fled back with it to Ray, the chief of the white men. So it befell that one day, as Gopani Kufa was gazing up at the river, from a window of the palace. He again saw the war canoes of the white men. And at the sight, his spirit misgave him. Shasasa, my daughter, he cried wildly. Go fetch me the mirror, for the white men are at hand. Woe is me, my father, she sobbed. The mirror is gone for I loved Butao the traitor, and he has stolen Sapao from me. 
Gopani Kufa calmed himself and drew out Zangi Mizi from its rush basket. O spirit of my father, he said, what now shall I do? O Gopani Kufa, hummed the wasp, there is nothing now that can be done. For the words of the antelope which you slew are being fulfilled. Alas, I am an old man I had forgotten, cried the chief. The words of the antelope were true words. My reward shall be my undoing. They are being fulfilled. Then the white men fell upon the people of Gopani Kufa and slew them together with the chief and his daughter Shasasa. And since then, all the power of the earth has rested in the hands of the white men. For they have in their possession Sipao, the magic mirror. <laughs>